This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back, guys. DJS on KMOX. A few minutes past 3 p.m. Happy Tuesday. So uh, I am saying this for the purpose of Shannon and Stetson, who are uh, with me here. Are they with me here? Are they on the phone or are they on Zoom? They're on Zoom. Okay, perfect. Uh, because you guys know this because you listen to the Dave Glover Show, but Shannon and Stetson don't know this. But uh, I am an otherwise normal person, 59 years old, went to law school, raised kids, the whole bit. Uh, but I'm very much into the Sasquatch deal, and I had my own sighting uh, in the summer of 2020, me and a buddy of mine at the top of the mountain on uh, at, at Vale. So I'm really into it. Uh, you're among friends here. Uh, Shannon Stetson, welcome to the show. Thanks for uh, spending some time with us today. Thanks for having us. I know this train so well because a buddy of mine, the one I saw Bigfoot with, uh, a super wealthy guy who has a place out in Keystone, and I take my kids out there and I beg them to go on the train with me, and they won't. And so when I saw this, the first thing I did is sent it to my kids going, see, you kept me from seeing Bigfoot. Uh, so just tell me your story. I know that you are in the group. You weren't the ones holding the phone, uh, but we can hear your voices. You were in the group when you saw this. Just tell me your story, and we'll jump in where we need to so originally when we left silverton um i asked my husband to help me look for elk because it was kind of an open area and it's elk season out here so he's helping me look for elk and all of a sudden we see something moving and he says i think it's bigfoot and then brandon who was sitting beside him grabs his phone and starts recording and that's the 18 second video that's out there and i was trying to grab my slr camera to zoom in but by the time i grabbed my camera he had already squatted down and yeah. it was it was hidden amongst the sage yeah. so i got a couple of pictures but you know, they're not very great and they are a little grainy when you zoom in, but we were a pretty good distance away from the area. And yeah. that was as much as I could zoom in with my camera. So how far would you say that you were, uh, you know, from the train as the crow flies from this this thing? It's really hard to say, but I would estimate maybe around 300 yards. Mm -hmm. Fair. So. Yeah. And what was your so when I had my sighting? And all the encounters I've listened to, because it's kind of my little, you know, shameful secret hobby. Uh, people talk about, and I experienced this, where your brain sort of like hiccups and you're like, hmm, not a bear, not a monkey, not a person. Did you experience that or was it pretty quick that you went, I think that's Bigfoot? 
that was absolutely what I experienced. Um, I was trying to reason with myself what I was looking at. And then my wife's like, what is it? And I just kind of jokingly fell back to comedy. And I said, I think it's Bigfoot. Uh-huh. It looks almost too much like Bigfoot, which a lot of people, because there are always skeptics out there and, you know, your videos everywhere now and on the comment section, people, oh, it's a guy in a ghillie suit. Oh, it's someone who's working for the train company and they're trying to to trump up some business. Um, you guys saw it with your eyes. What do you think? What 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 did you walk away thinking? Well, so we didn't know Brandon on the train ride. We didn't really talk to him because, you know, he's a stranger sitting beside mm -hmm. us. But afterwards, you know, everyone was talking about it on our cart. And we all went through that same scenario. Was, was it something the train put on? Was it someone in a costume? Um, to us, it really didn't look like anyone in a ghillie suit. It didn't look like a hunter. We didn't see any kind of weapon or anything like that. And then we were thinking if it was someone putting on a hoax or with a train, why only the last three people on the last cart of a train that's carrying around 400 people, mm. why were we the only ones that saw it? Yeah. You know, when my husband said it's Bigfoot, um, there was another family sitting beside Brandon. And I think she may have gotten a glimpse of it. And maybe the couple that was sitting behind us, but it was too fast to react for them to grab their cameras or anything like that as well. So I just don't, if it was a hoax, I just don't know why no one else on the train yeah. saw it. Wasn't you know, very, everyone's yeah. looking that way. Yeah. Not a very, not a very effective hoax. <laughs> yeah. Right. And uh, he, I mean, he didn't like bring attention to himself. He obviously, like you see in the video, he hid. Yeah. So if, if someone did put on a prank, they did a really, really good job. <laughs> we're talking to Shannon and Stetson, who were on the train car uh, where the uh, gentleman filmed the uh, what looks like a, a Sasquatch or a Bigfoot walking across this mountain. So, uh, like I said, I'm familiar with this area in general. I love this area. I may move to this area one day is kind of my dream. Give the people listening uh, uh, an idea, like, how remote was the area where you were at that point, and kind of how steep was that that mountain slash hill that we see? Um, I think we were so we had just left Silverton. So we're probably maybe a mile or two outside of town. Um, but this the hill, you know, obviously there's lots of sage out there. It was a rocky area in front of the mountain. There's um, the Animus River that runs through there. So you would have had to, and, and that day it was like 70 degrees in Silverton. So we mm -hmm. were a little warm, you know, mm -hmm. so you'd have to hike a good little ways and have that costume on to get out there. It just doesn't really make a lot of sense to yeah. us. Guys, has this been like a hobgoblin in your mind since you find yourself really ruminating on it or have you been able to just go, well, that was weird moving on? Um, I think it's a little bit of both. It's just kind of, we've read all the comments, you know, and people have been sending us stuff left and right, mm -hmm. but we really haven't had a definitive answer for it. You know, some people say it was the camper company because they have a Bigfoot as their mascot, but then they say on Facebook, it's not them, but they're, you know, a little cheeky about it because mm -hmm. I'm sure they're getting a lot of advertisement from it. Um, we've seen where, 
Um, one newspaper interviewed the owner of the railroad and they said they had nothing to do with it. And then we've seen people post pictures of a Bigfoot train, but that's not the one we were on. Mm -hmm. um, that was Georgetown and Georgetown has a train that they do a Sasquatch adventure train. Mm -hmm but that wasn't where we were. So it's just kind of, I don't know, no one said it was them or no one's brought forth evidence to the contrary. I tell you one reason I knowing as much about the Bigfoot community as I do. One reason I would never put on a realistic Bigfoot outfit and walk around is you'll get your ass shot. Like there are people <laughs> out there who are hunting for Bigfoot. They want to be the person who catches Bigfoot and someone will put a bullet in you without even thinking. So it seems like a really dumb, weird thing to do and a weird way to pull it off. Right. And it's literally elk season, too. So there are hunters right. Right. You know, in the National Forest that are out there, too. And everyone's like, it's it's obviously a ghillie suit, but it doesn't look like a ghillie suit at all to us. And that didn't cross our minds looking at it. Man, would you uh, would you want to see it again if you could or are you good? Oh, most definitely. But, Absolutely. But my husband would move from the 1980s and actually have his cell phone out to video record this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm a timeless person. What can I say? <laughs> was, there, was there anything as you're passing that area that gives you any, any like, like scale or scope to kind of judge the size? Because... You know, obviously all the things that are in that shot could be tiny or they could be huge. Like you have an idea. We don't, you know, we don't have the perspective on how big those rocks were or yeah. anything like that. Right. I mean, it's really hard to say because even the photos that I took, you can see like the distance we were. And that is with my SLR lens that zooms to 300. So basically I'm zoomed in already to the, you know, vast photo that you see. And then for Brandon on his cell phone, he's zoomed in to the max zoom when he mm. is videoing it. Uh, I'm impressed you guys did that. When I had my encounter, we were at the top of Vale and, uh, you know, on one side are like bikers and hikers and on the other side is just mountains. And uh, my buddy had just taken a picture of me and he handed me my phone back. And then my buddy looked down the mountain a bit and said, what's that? And I didn't see anything for about 10 seconds. And then I saw this thing. I never, I was holding an iPhone in my hand. I never once even thought, like Stetson said, my brain was hiccuping. I was going through the Rolodex of, is there an NBA basketball player dressed in all black down there acting a fool? Uh, and it took me probably a good 15 seconds for my brain to catch up and go, oh my God, I think I'm actually seeing one. Right. And I had my cell phone out. I took tons of pictures on the train ride that day, but I didn't think to video it. My instant thought was to get my camera to zoom in to see if I could actually see what it was. And by that time, it was really hard to find him in the viewfinder yeah. with, you know, because he blended so well with the environment. So are you guys just getting hit up from people all over the world wanting to interview you? Yeah, last week mostly. It was a, it was a lot last week for us. We're not, you know, we're not people that are in the limelight. 
we're not, um, I guess, influencers or anything like <laughs> yeah. that. We literally just wanted to share our experience because we thought it was pretty cool. Like, you know, the train ride is gorgeous in itself, but seeing Bigfoot was kind of a cherry on top, I guess. Yeah. If we could go back, we would have bought lottery tickets as well. <laughs> no kidding. Well, I really, as a Bigfoot guy, I really appreciate uh, getting to meet you guys and talk to you. And uh, yeah, I think you're lucky. I mean, uh, I, I, I think this is really really rare if it comes out that it was like a carpet store you know it was the find you got me you fooled me once again but uh i don't know i think maybe you saw the real deal right and that's kind of how we are too you know we hope it's the real thing it's been great to see all of the speculation surrounding it and kind of get everybody's mind off of what's going on in the news you mm. know it's just a little something lighter than that yeah amen shannon and stetson thank you so very much we appreciate it thank you, thank you. that was a fun interview oh yeah they were great we're lucky cool having a radio show <laughs> you yeah know? people just agree to talk to you yeah you're like hey someone's on bigfoot let's talk to him okay <laughs> it's neat it's neato mm -hmm. tell us about your cut oh my goodness i was doing dishes last night and there's this like blender thing that i was you know scrubbing and it just on my the knuckle of my right thumb and it really hurt it just took off like a bunch of skin it's really gross and i keep telling the guys about it and i think everyone wants me to stop nope no it's but, fine uh, andrew yeah. very nice <laughs> yeah <laughs> andrew very yeah. nicely tracked down like some antibacterial wipes and some good. fresh band-aids for me good you guys are nice and also yesterday andrew brought me an apple and today dave brought me oh, an apple i that. feel like a teacher it's a it's wonderful <laughs> miss rachel yeah miss rachel <laughs> <laughs> everyone knows that feeling when you cut yourself and you're like how bad is it yeah, yeah. and you put it under like i remember when the kids would do it when they'd like really really uh a bad scrape or oh. a bad cut, like on their knee or their foot or something, and then you you take them upstairs and you turn on the the tub and you're like, okay, this is gonna hurt, yeah, <laughs> yeah. because it does. Yeah, Wiggins uh, gave Ryan Wiggins gave Andrew one of these like sanitizing wipes to give me, and I put it on my thumb. I'm like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it hurts it's so steams. bad. Uh, yeah, and it, it didn't hurt at all last night because I was like, and then I didn't see how bad it was because the water I'm yep. doing yeah, dishes, yeah, the water yeah. is washing the blood away, and then as soon as I stopped, it was it was bad. Yeah, yeah. I love that feeling though, the like alcohol or like peroxide pain when mm. you just know it's getting all the bad stuff out, right? Oh, it's a good feeling. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. I kind of do like it whenever you use peroxide and then it bubbles, bubbles. up. That is satisfying in a sense. Wheels, I'm sure you had worse than this being a a college catcher, but in my probably not even baseball, probably my softball days, I remember sliding because I would get caught up in the moment, mm -hmm. and it's on like a rock hard. Oh yeah, You're playing on the field. gravel, yeah. And I once had to go to a doctor because my strawberry was so bad; it was like I don't know the size of a a man's hand yeah and just raw getting in the shower the first time with one of those on the knee or on the hip oh. on the hip yeah yeah that's where you're supposed to get them mm. yeah i've definitely torn some pants what's i'll tell you what's <laughs> worse than those is turf burn like when you dive on artificial turf and it's like 114 degrees and it's like it's the scraping but it burns oh yeah. it's the worst 
<laughs> Wheels was telling me about a time he cut himself on a can earlier, and I was just oh, like, yeah. dun, 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 dun. like I couldn't. I like, did what hear Rachel him. did essentially, like involuntary. Okay. Hey, you want to see the picture, Dave? When you told that story, I didn't want to one up you, but I can. Uh, that's bad. Ooh, <laughs> ouchie. In like first grade, Ouch. I could, I could, <laughs> I could take you to my grade school right now and show you exactly where I was standing. It was waiting to come in from recess. It was warm and uh, just waiting to go in. We're all, you know, kind of lined up and being me and being gitchy. I was sort of like, you know, like rocking back and forth. And a guy was uh, mowing the field. Mm. And all of a sudden, I just heard tink really Uh loud. And I felt uh, cold on my shin. And I looked down, and he had hit the top of a can. Yeah. And like a Frisbee. And it just Just shoots it right into my shin. And I went to see Mrs. Mick, who was the nurse, and she dressed like a World War II nurse every single day, (laughs) the whites, the whole bit. And she just went, oh, no. And just like worked it out, wiggled it out. And then you clean it and you You clean it, you put it up, and boom, let's go. There you go. Yeah. That happened one time after school. We were waiting for our parents to pick us up, and someone was mowing the soccer field, and they ran over a wire hanger, and it came flying, and it went into my friend's foot. Yeah, that was scary and painful. Of all the injury things, I don't have a lot of, like, bad cuts. Like, that one was bad, the one I showed you the picture of, but... The cuts were never the big thing. I mean, I stepped on a nail once. That was pretty bad. But, like, mostly they're the other things. They're the broken bones and stuff like that. Never broken a bone. Don't ever. (laughs) I feel like I've made it to 32. I feel like, you know, not to jinx myself or anything, knock on wood. I feel like I'm probably okay unless I get into, like, a car accident or something. Well, you just did it, didn't you? (laughs) Well, don't most people break bones whenever they're, like, a little kid? Um, I didn't. You know, prob- no, I would but just I'm saying probably, like, that's, that seems to be when it happens most frequently. That's when you're most careless. I or think. when you're playing sports, yeah, mm-hmm. like running around, doing things. That was one of my biggest fears. I was in a tree with Stacy Gill, and she fell out, and she broke her arm, I guess. And she was telling me about how they said it. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. And been there. Introduced a new fear into my life. It's not great. Did, if you had that done? Oh, yeah. Yeah. When I was uh, 11. Shouldn't of- we have better technology? Mm-hmm. Can't we just not go to Mars and set our bones mm, better? Man. A couple of years ago, my mom broke her femur, which is the biggest bone in the human body, yep. hardest to break, and also yep. the most painful to yep. break and, and recover from. And I've I've never seen anyone in pain like that. Yep. I mean, it was like... <clears throat> It was horrible to watch. I'm like, I'm clinching everything right now because I know yeah. this feeling so well. It's the worst. Jinsaw Bar. 334 DGS. We've talked about Donald Trump much today. We'll keep it that way. But he just did one of his things outside the courtroom and uh, has, I don't even know how many quadruple, quintupled, Googleplexed something uh, on Mar-a-Lago that it's now the world's most expensive home. The most expensive home in the history of the world. I <laughs> thought it was a resort. Yeah. It's worth, uh, he says, $1.5 billion. And it would oh. sell very quickly at that amount. You should sell it. Yeah, Makes, it make no a $1.5 billion. No doubt. Why wouldn't you? <sighs> <laughs> it is a resort, but it's also a private home. Could you imagine what a $1.5 billion like golf club would look like? 
No. No. <laughs> no. I mean, it would have to be pretty. I mean, like, that's what sky, that's what like sports stadiums cost. Yeah. Yeah, but that's not a golf course. That's just a resort. The golf course is at Doral. Ah. Mm. Oh, I thought there was one that, uh, what's it? I don't it? think so. I thought, well, yeah. I don't even know. I don't know why. I don't know why I even ask. I don't know that. <laughs> Never go to play it. Nope. <laughs> you can play Doral, though. I wouldn't mind hiding in the woods, though, and using an air horn. That would be funny. Yeah, Dave Murray <laughs> is right. It, the internet says there are almost no golf facilities at the Mar-a-Lago Club. Oh. There is a single practice putting green on the grounds, but there's no course or other golf oh, facilities. Good call, Dave Murray. Yeah, yeah. I know my golf courses. You should. Yeah. You do. Uh, another gorgeous day, Dave. Yep. Yep, and uh, overall, we've got a really nice stretch of weather coming by. There is a little cool front that's going to be coming by. I do have a lot of weird noises around the neighborhood, so just kind of keep that in mind. That's not me. Uh, a little cool front coming through Wednesday night into Thursday. There could be a couple of spotty showers, but really downplaying the spotty showers. Not much moisture to work with. So we're looking at partly sunny skies, 75 for the high tomorrow. That's above average. We're around 68 this time of year. 52 Wednesday night, 68 on Thursday. Friday, sunny, 65. The weekend looks fantastic. All about fall, sunshine, and 68 degrees. Again, the average high this time of year is 68. The average low, 48. And you may have noticed a bright object in the eastern evening sky over the last couple of weeks. It will be out there tonight. It's out there for quite a while. That is the planet Jupiter. Mm, very cool. There you go. Very so cool. you can impress your friends. Uh, how should the colors be at their peak, Dave, around this area? Mm, late October, early November. Okay. Should they be average? Fair. fair? fair. Okay. Yeah, average this year. Just average. Okay. Very good. Headlines, Rach? Headlines is brought to you by Schnooks. Download the Schnooks Rewards app and earn 2% back on every purchase. Okay, according to a new study, ice cream and potato chips, I don't know why I said it like that, potato chips. Potato. <laughs> are as addictive as cocaine. Yep. Well, I, I kind of think, I've never had cocaine, so I can't judge, but <laughs> um, but I, I could see that. So hey, this, you're, you're a wealthy guy. Go out there and score yourself some Pringles and some Coke and <laughs> get back to us. Get back to us Yeah, tomorrow. let us know. Yeah. So this is research research that was published in the British Medical Journal. It indicates that sugar-rich foods are as addictive as nicotine and cocaine, and even more so than heroin, uh, with 14%, approximately 14% of Americans being susceptible to this addiction. Hmm. So sometimes when people tell you they can't stop eating the ice cream, they really can't stop. I believe it. I believe it too. There are, yeah. especially around Christmas tra- time, where when you're just on the sugar train and you have, you know, cookies and candies and stuff in the house, I will just be like shoving that into my face, and I'm like, "Stop! What are you doing? Yeah. Stop!" And it's so hard to quit. Uh, I've said this for years. My most difficult uh, putting weight on holiday is not Thanksgiving. It's not Christmas. It's Halloween. Mm. Oh, because of the little fun size candy yes, bars. Yes, but yep. being an empty nester, I haven't bought my candy yet. Oh. Uh, we're all together last night and, uh, Nick and Maureen, everyone was talking about, uh, like 28 bucks for the family size of Halloween candy. Oh, it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's chocolate for the really big bag. Expensive. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Are you 
kidding me? I warned you guys of this last week. There's a sugar shortage and it's making Halloween candy more expensive. But I mean, on top of that, Halloween candy has already been ridiculous for several years. That is nuts. How's there a sugar shortage? There was like storms and stuff that hit certain parts of the world that they haven't been able to produce as much sugar. Okay. Okay, so car sales and gas sales have helped a rise in retail sales. According to the consumer, a new report from the Consumer Department reveals that retail spending in September was higher than anticipated. Retail sales rose by 0.7% for the month of September, and a large part of that increase is due to higher gas prices, purchases of motor vehicles, and spending more at bars and restaurants. Mm. People keep spending their money. Yeah. Costco is being sued. Andrew and Kevin's beloved Costco. Mm-hmm. A lawsuit filed in Washington Western District Court alleges that Costco Wholesale Corporation shared website users' private communications and health information with Facebook parent company Meta. Okay, they should be sued for that. Yeah, I don't know why they would do something. Like, I've read this story a couple times and I'm going, but why? Why did they do it? Question. Mm-hmm. Um so we used to belong to Sam's. I haven't been there in a very long time, but I'm familiar with Sam's. Is Costco above or below Sam's? I don't know. Oh, that's a good question. I think they're similar. I've never been to Sam's. Yeah, I think they're about I, the same. Different companies. But, yeah, um, and they all have slightly different brands. Like that, like the house brand is different. Mm-hmm. Sam's is owned by Walmart. I don't right. think Costco is owned by anybody specific. No, it's mm-hmm. just a, a private company. Or not necessarily private, but it's, it's a its company. own. Yeah. Gotcha. I just went to Sam's Club this weekend for the first time in a very long time. I'm assuming it's similar to Costco in that when you walk into the food section, something happens to your brain and you're just like, I need all of this food. Mm, Yeah. Like they just have such large quantities of it and it's so appealing looking. I need 7,000 chicken wings. (laughs) Yeah. You think this is going to be enough? I sure do. All right. Reese's has a contest where you could win $25,000, but that contest might violate federal law. So uh, the promotion on two cup packages reads, you could win $25,000 and in smaller print, see details inside. (laughs) But what? What's the Oh, it's supposed to be no purchase necessary. It is no purchase necessary. Mm -hmm. And you find that out once you open the packaging. So they're essentially tricking you into buying the candy. Bastards. As if they need to. As if they need to. They're already the best. I'm already going to buy the Reese's. So just tell me there's no purchase necessary. Come on, Reese. What's your lowest level Halloween candy you'll eat? What's the last thing? Is it like the Milky Way? I like Milky of the, Way. Of the, well, they're, I don't know. I mean, of like, the classics. Like those little stupid taffy peanut butter things are awful, but I mean, I'll eat them if they're the last thing there. I will eat a Sixlet. Ooh, I love a Sixlet. I don't like the, I mean, they're the poor man's M&M. Smarties? Hmm. No. Ooh, I love Smarties. Yeah, Smarties yeah. are good. Yeah, Smarties, Smarties are, are great. Smarties are uh, high tier. They're up there. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. It might be just like the like three musketeers. Oh, last. Love that. Yeah, they're good, but they're like they're not as good as the other ones. Everybody's different. Everybody's going to give you a different answer. Yeah. Candy corn. A bag yeah, of candy corn. Yeah, no, that's a good one. No, Pass. candy corn's great. Pass. Yeah, to a limit though, isn't it? Yeah. Can't you yeah, eat right. enough no, of it right. that you I just can't. throw up? I Although I will say the candy corn, like the day. bigger pumpkins, those are better. No, they're not. The, the autumnal mix. <laughs> No. What's that? That's the pumpkins. Okay. It's the autumnal mix. I don't like any of it. Ugh. I think it all tastes gross. What crap was Mark Close slinging when it was, uh, there's no such thing as white chocolate? Wasn't that one of his big things? Yeah. 
Or he said it's exceedingly rare to find real you white chocolate. Yeah, you can't get white chocolate. So if it, you buy like the Reese's right cho- white chocolate, that's not real white chocolate. Okay. It's kind of like champagne being from that area in France. Right. Otherwise, it's just was, sparkling wine. I think he was immediately proven false. <laughs> like within, within really? moments. Yeah. Because I, I think it's, I think we, they people proved like, no, white chocolate is just white chocolate. My final story here, I thought this was interesting. Kids and Gen Z are falling for online scams more than their grandparents are. Hmm. Scammers managed to make a staggering $210 million from individuals under the age of 20 last year alone. So my guess is that these kids are falling prey to online scams from things off of TikTok, things Mm -hmm. off of Instagram, fake products that... uh, you know, they they end up just taking your money and they never ship the product to you. So do you ever like I hear of drug rings being busted. I never hear of like the fishing scheme guys ever suffering consequences. Have you ever heard a story of like, oh, we caught these guys in Russia no. or Indonesia. Here's a here they are. Here they are in handcuffs. Here are their stacks of cash that we confiscated. I never hear of them getting caught. I think there's two reasons for that. I think one is that they are in other countries, which I think makes it a lot harder to get them. You have to like extradite them. But then also, I think when you're that when you're good with computers and stuff like that, I think it is harder to find you. I the, I'm trying to think. I, there was a news. I don't remember what show, but like a news show slash documentary that tracked down a call center. I think it was based in India, and they like reverse hacked them. But that's like the closest thing I can think of. Yeah. You don't see a big publicity thing like, we took down this network of scammers. But they have to get caught, right? Anyone else picturing like the clockwork elves building Dave a garage? <laughs> that's, that's out on the street. It's out on the street. They, they're finally, this has been going on since last November. They're trying to oh. lay down fiber for internet. Oh. And they finally figured out how to get it because there's no wires in our neighborhood. It's all underground. Is it? Obviously, it's a good thing for you guys, but is it driving you nuts? um, Yeah, well, I kind of gave up on it because it's been going on since last year. Yeah. And uh, all of a sudden, they said, hey, we think we know how to do it now. And uh, they showed up one day, and they've got the box in at the the beginning of the street in my yard. And from, I I don't know. I'm just so frustrated. I am frustrated. <laughs> Dave's just worn down. <laughs> at first, he's like, no, but he, yeah. yeah, yeah, I am. I lied. I have one more story. Uh, this is just going off the top of my head, though. I didn't have it printed out, but I saw this on the KMOX website. It feels like Netflix is just rubbing it in Blockbuster's face at this point. Did you guys see that Netflix is going to order? open some brick and mortar stores. What are they selling? They're going to sell yeah. Netflix merchandise and then they're also going to do like little pop-up restaurants and stuff based on shows and movies that launch on Netflix. You know, they need to go mm. outside and practice falling down because they need their yeah. ass kicked. I mean, let's don't do that. Shut <laughs> up. Shut up, Netflix. Stay in your lane. I don't want to buy Netflix merch. I don't want to buy a Netflix hot dog. You don't want a Stranger Things t-shirt from the Netflix? No. Store? No, I don't. Get off my lawn. I do well, not. They're figuring it out like Disney did. It ain't just about the movies. Can I complain about St. Louis streets for just a moment? Yes. I acknowledge that I'm a bit hypocritical about this because to fix the terrible streets of St. Louis, you have to go out and you have to 
screw them up first, right? Right. But you guys know what I'm talking about. When you head down Olive mm. and you're about to turn onto Jefferson, there is an area, what, 20 yards across and about eight inches deep that when you know it's there, it screws up the timing of the light because you have to go really slow. And every time I'm crossing it, here comes a car that has no idea it's there. <laughs> And they bottom out so hard that you know it's at minimum screwing up their alignment. Mm. Like, someone's going to bust an axle on that thing. And it's been like that for, like, three weeks. Olive and Jefferson in general are just a mess lately. There's so much construction going on. And I get mad at it, but then I'm like, well, you're a hypocrite because this is the way you fix stuff. You tear it up first, then you fix it, but... You know what blows my mind is they'll work on an area of the street and then they'll start working on a new area while the first area is still being worked on. Like, why wouldn't you finish the one part and then move on to the... I know I don't know what I'm talking about, but right. it's it's confusing to us pedestrians. I agree. <laughs> Thank you, Dave. Appreciate it. All righty. So Natalie Holloway, remember she was killed in like the Caymans and that Vandersloot creep mm-hmm. was uh, the one they thought did it. And he pled not guilty, and then he was caught uh, bilking money out of the mom. Like, I'll, I'll tell you where her body is if you give me some money. Uh, evidently, he is going to plead guilty tomorrow <clears throat> in federal court. And as a part of his plea deal, I'm not sure what benefit he's getting, but as a part of his plea deal, he's going to tell in detail how he killed her and what he did with the body. Wow. God, can you imagine the hell those people have been through? All those years? All those years. And this complete waste of oxygen on the planet. Wasn't he like the son of a diplomat or something, something like, like that? that? Yeah, something like that. Crazy. Which is how he probably ended up getting sure. c- protection. Yeah. Uh, can't believe Andrew's out of the uh, studio for this one, but Papa John's has a new dessert. They are taking crushed up Twix bars, wrapping them in pizza dough and baking them. They're called Twix Papa Bites. Ooh, does it have icing on it too? Because that would be amazing. You're just never happy. Never enough for Miss Miss Rachel. That hurt because it's true. (laughs) Miss Uh, Rachel. uh, I don't know. Don't know. I think they would almost have to have some icing on it. So they have uh, a version of it already with crushed up Oreos. Uh, You know what's really good? Hardee's French toast sticks. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yes. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 
Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 